Welcome to AE Double Back for July 22nd, 2020. It is it is fire. What is fire? This this is this whole the show is fire. Um dynamite is fire, a double back is fire. Uh fire is also fire. Fire. What is Leo season? Ooh. Getting very weird on everyone tonight. <laughs> uh, really announced the heck out of the start of the show there. I'm trying to trying to bring more energy so people get sucked in. They can't leave. They're just riveted to their uh what I, I'm picturing is one of those uh old fifties style radios. It's like five feet tall. Ooh, uh, yeah. it's kind of like an arch thing, and you know, like uh, everyone's gathered around it just thirties. I, I wonder 30s. if they if they would have like gathered around their radios like like in the same way if if they had always been fairly small or if they would have been like i i'm not i'm not we're not going to orient our entire evening physically around this device it's the size of a toaster i I mean mean, as technology got better sound probably got better but i i know that the large ones are from the 30s or some like something like that 20s and 30s because I used to have one when I was a kid. Ooh. It wasn't mine. It was my family's. <laughs> Did you gather around it? No, we didn't. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, now you've uh, ruined it. Now I history is around. ruined. If that ever happened. I mean, it, I it seems like it, the tableau is very standard and, and, and obvious because you have like the like like one one parent at least is is reading the newspaper uh you've got you've got probably a grandparent like doing some kind of knitting you've got mm-hmm. two kids that are either doing a jigsaw puzzle or or playing checkers uh and you've got like oh, well, you've got a toddler tussling with a puppy this doesn't sound like any of them are listening to the radio well, they, they're all they're you know the the radio was like you know how how they say like second screening like that was like like they they were all doing like a thing in addition to the radio. I feel like uh, back then the uh, like there there was no I don't know I don't know what the I guess I I guess you're saying that these uh, tussling with a puppy is the equivalent of a a tablet. That is going while they're wa- while they're watching TV, which in this case is the radio. Uh, I don't. I don't think that's the thing doing, they were doing. Everyone's doing a, vi- a visual physical activity on top of per- like taking in uh, the radio episode of Dragnet or whatever they're Just listening like to. When you're listening to a podcast, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's but a they lot were like that. simpler, stupider people back then. So I don't think they could have handled too yeah. much media. Their heads would have exploded. It's Exactly. All previous civilizations were just completely, they're all numbskulls. Yeah. No, if you take some from the 20s and sure. show them MTV, they'd be like, oh, and then their heads would explode like scanners. This is how I picture human beings. I don't want to say they were idiots, but some of them were enjoying Amos and Andy. Well, well I mean, if you want to make it racial, let's go ahead and uh, let's start the show. Let's start it out with Eddie Kingston, who um, uh, I uh, I guess is an indie darling. Um, he seems to be a a uh, uh, little bit of a chubbo, and he's a he's a tough as nails, wow. badass kind wow. of guy. Uh, 
uh, no, he has a little bit of a gut, which is fine in certain circumstances. Like, um, um, you know, your Kevin Owens, you know, he's got a gut and like, uh, he's fine. This guy, eh, I guess, I guess the, all I know about him is what I've just seen uh, tonight, which is that he's kind of a garbage wrestler, uh, which is, which is fine. Uh, he comes out and says that it's going to be a no holds barred match. And it's kind of neat that they're bringing in new people. And, you know, uh, I, I will say that this match is not my cup of tea, but I appreciated oh. the variety, like seeing yeah. Cody do a match like this. I was like, oh, OK, I was unexpected and like, uh, I'm OK with it. Um, I think it, it it really was a neat thing to like to yeah like to do to do it to 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 broaden the type of types of matches that like like logically like like when you have a weekly title match week after week after week after week like you're you're eventually going to have to like uh, go into like ver- like some of the other like corners of what wrestling can be so like it's yeah. yeah it's it's pretty cool that like eventually somebody was going to challenge him and and do a death match like like that just was going to eventually happen and i'm glad they did that yeah yeah and also um i i feel like in the past i've said some uh mildly unkind things about cody mostly just that i'm not that excited to watch him wrestle uh but as we go along i find myself more and more engaged because it's never it, it's never like he doesn't give 100 percent every time yeah. um yeah. but then sometimes it's just with a kind of a match that i'm just like i don't i don't care about this uh but like seeing him sort of do this different kind of thing every week and you know have to face a very different style every week like he he comes off well the other person comes off well uh and it's all like that's what this belt should be and i'm super excited about it anyway there's some fucking thumbtacks and uh, right there i was like i just was like no (laughs) No! this is over and it wasn't it kept going and everyone was covered in thumbtacks and i mean covered yeah, there were like like I wish I would have like taken like the the time like when they were training the camera on Cody's back to attempt to do a count because like it was it was it was a lot. Was there the were back, arms, legs. It was uh, the shoes, the bottom of his shoes. I mean, they were just fucking everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember the first time I saw like thumbtacks used in a match. And actually I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure it was a mankind uh, match. And um, at the time, like Mick Foley was like wearing like a, you know, like a sort of full torso outfit that, you know, could be kind of, uh, ha- you can have a couple layers of fabric or whatever. And so like, it's going to be uh, like, it's still going to l- look terrible, but like, he's probably going to be kind of okay. You know, he's Mick Foley. Uh, and it's kind of like when uh, they had that um, that fire match where the first person gets set on fire loses. You know it's going to be Kane because he's the one with the he's the one who has a full body suit that you can you know light on fire and douse quickly enough that no one's going to get hurt. Um, you know the first person B- that, that gets set on fire may lose, but if a second person after that gets set on fire, I say they're the real loser. <laughs> that, that that's fair, <laughs> uh, but. Um, like I'm not used to really seeing people 
who are not wearing anything, just just their skin getting power bombed onto a bunch of thumbtacks. And boy, oh, oh boy, that was keep getting hit in those areas like more yeah. than once slammed on back, blah, 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 yeah. covered in tacks. So these things, I mean, I doubt they go further because they have that little flat back. Yeah. yeah. But they probably move around and shit. Like, it's not, it's not going to do you serious internal damage. You're not going to, you know, uh, have, uh, be feeling it years down the road. It's pretty superficial damage. But it's got a heart like a mother. Exactly. And oh boy! I, 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 oh, oh, hold on, hold on! I'm having attack flashback. Oh god, the 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 pain is coming back twice as strong as original. Yeah. Like, go ahead and just imagine that. Just take a moment, take a deep breath, center yourself, close your eyes, imagine you're in a, a warm, safe space, and then imagine you're being power bombed onto a. Uh, 600 thumbtacks i don't i i don't i wouldn't like the idea of getting puncture wounds just in in a time of of plague like somehow that like a problem (laughs) like i don't care for that one bit uh so yeah like uh wolf was not expecting it and uh frankly i have to give a thumbs up to that because i wasn't expecting it and i was pleasantly surprised it really was yeah i mean yeah it was like it was interesting to say the least so yeah i'll give a thumbs up if for nothing else cody had cool pants tonight hey they were different and yeah not not drenched in in any kind of juice so that 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 really gave them extra points for articles of clothing Mm -hmm. yeah I'll, I'll, i'll thumbs it up because like um like it, it, they definitely like took pains to make this like feel like a like a different match, like with the kind of uh, promo that Kingston like did, and and then the the death match elements of it. So that was cool. Yeah, uh, I almost want to take uh take some of that away because when we uh, come back afterwards, Jared's like, "Wow, that was a real tacky start to the show." Like, fucking <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you doing, man? That's not even. That's no. not He's even not wrong. fun. It's just that's hilarious. <sighs> no, it's accurate. No. Come on, it's tr- he's our collective no. uncle. You can't, you can't take a, points off for someone speaking truth. I am a connoisseur <laughs> of wordplay, and I do not approve of that. <sighs> well, okay, fine. Anyway, we have a Moxley interview, guys. Yeah, uh, naturally, mm-hmm. and uh, he's basically. Just saying, next time I'm going to just snap your arm completely, regardless yeah. of a towel. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a fan. Yeah, he's a good talker. Yeah. He's a real good talker. I thumbs up it. Yeah. Uh, let's put it in with this uh, next uh, segment since it's so small. Okay. This is a shorty. Small like attack. Small um, like attack. Well, it's MJF and Wardlow versus Griff Garrison. Good old Griff Garrison. And I I ventured this uh, speculation earlier uh, online. I I, I can't help but wonder that with these early two segments featuring like non-EW kind of unknown uh, 
semi squashy guys like do they come together and do they do they do they live together is are they roommates who traveled to the show and, and it was like a risk mitigation thing of like they already like we don't have to worry about that uh maybe they might have quarantined for 14 days before this although it, that feels a little bit racist kind of like what? how you're like uh like you, you, you have a Chinese friend, and you know some other Chinese person. You're like, "Oh, do you know my friend?" Because uh, you know you're both Chinese. Like, it's, it's like, "Oh, you're a, um, you're a jobber. Do you know my other jobber friend? You must live together, right?" <laughs> you're both. I just find it a- awfully conspicuous that the two of them like, like, were in consecutive segments to begin the show, like in that fashion, so they can leave uh, early. After the match. yeah, like what is like like we gotta we gotta we gotta get going after this. Is that cool? Uh, I don't have to go, but my he does. Griff Garrison gave me like some uh, low key um, Matt Riddle vibes. I don't know, it was long hair. Like they call or, like he just kind of had a broy vibe about him. They called him the Ivy League MVP, which like I'm I'm sorry. I think he's supposed to be kind of a face in the situation. If you if you give me that, I'm going to think that you're a heel, and I'm going to expect you to be a heel. And this was uh, like, uh, I don't know. I had I'll a say real... that uh, I don't care about this guy, but I like the way that MVP basically got him over. Like he he said that he was the Ivy League MVP. M- MJF. He, he gave yeah MJF. He gave his name Griff Garrison, and, and, and basically he sort of uh, um, like gave him a little showcase yeah, that he yeah. wouldn't have otherwise got, uh, especially you know from those uh, um, uh, from this enhancement type that you know are going to get squashed. But he sort of like gave him uh, some time to sort of like get over his thing. And yeah, fun moments where like because of MJF's, um, you know disregard and uh, of this person and whatever just thinking he's like a nobody it allowed for griffin to get some good moves in there so it took him by surprise so then all this stuff happens and blah 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 you know a match <laughs> and, um oh okay yeah <laughs> uh it was a great bit where uh after the um uh commercial break also by the way Hashtag MJF better than you. I don't know if they're listening, but, uh, you know, I want to win one of those prize packs. So I just wanted to slip the old uh, hat secret hashtag in there. You know, yeah, I want a T-shirt or a towel. <laughs> give me a, give me an Orange Cassidy towel. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. um, uh, he does this thing where he's like, I, you know, how dare you have said that? I'm going to make you say that I'm undefeated. Uh, so we get, you know, this fun bit of him like jamming the microphone into his face, trying to get him to say the thing. And, you know, he finally says it. You're undefeated. Um, thank you. Thank you. And then he rolls him up. And it was a great near fall because I would 100 percent have bought it if he was the first person to pin MJF in the ring. Um, and the fact that, you know, he didn't. That's fine. Uh, like for a moment there, I completely bought the idea. And that is, I mean, that is so the core of professional wrestling is if you can get someone to believe that near fall that, oh, my God, they're actually going to win. You're invested and 
that's fantastic. That's that's why you come to wrestling. Yeah, that's I I had a I had a moment of in of legitimate confusion. I I I forget if MJF actually said something that made that that led into this. Uh, but like, uh, I really thought for a second, like I got, I got massively confused because I was like, this doesn't make any sense. This is not how tall jungle Jack Perry is <laughs> like that. Does- <laughs> yeah. He was calling him uh jungle man. I think, <laughs> uh, it, it was mocking. Yeah. He was yeah, mocking but, him. But I would but also like I I I I I think I heard like part of that derisive commentary and saw the hair and it took me like I like like and I was like that's he's he's wrestling jungle jungle boy I guess. Uh and and then when I saw like their positions, their their sizes relative to each other, I was like like I was about to break. Uh, but because he he really I, that's who I thought he I still thought he looked like that a lot after that. Did you think maybe they fired Jack Perry and got some guy in to replace him? Like, no, uh, yeah. yeah, no, this is definitely Jack Perry. It's definitely Jungle Boy. Look, he's going to be on uh, Luchasaurus's shoulders later. So just don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You know, like he he could have had a growth spurt. I I I think. Uh, maybe he he maybe Jungle like uh, not too short though. It's no, but but no, yeah. Marco is is super tiny, but Griff Garrison is definitely significantly taller than than the two of them together. Hmm. Yeah. Well, if we're putting it all together, it's thumbs up. I'm thumbsing up. Yeah. 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 I think so. Uh, then we have Doctor Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. lecturing yeah. everyone in the locker room and then she's saying like i'm the comeback i'm this i'm that and that and it's like all the worst comebacks it's like what yeah like she lists <laughs> michael jordan in the wizards and i was like that ain't a comeback that's that just that i want to play again not I, that is that i'm back <laughs> It's quality heel work is what that is. I thought is. it was very yeah. I don't, like it really was like she was being so specific with like with the with the examples because and I thought I thought it was the funniest thing that she was like ro- specifically just just Rocky against Ivan Drago in in Rocky 4. She goes straight yep. straight to 4. Yep. Comedy's in the specificity. Also Rebel watches watch Space Jam like a dozen times and he beats the monsters every time. Uh shout out to Eileen O'Connell who uh would have popped hard for that segment. Yeah, that was a pretty funny bit. Uh, you, That's like when my brothers and I used to bet we would watch the wacky races. Oh <laughs> my god. Anybody is too young to know that you would bet on them. We would bet on them because we were idiot kids. and you know we didn't know who was gonna win because we don't know the episodes we had never seen them before yeah the wikipedia doesn't exist at the time so yeah i'm hearing that and plus like how do you fucking wikipedia each individual wacky race you'd have to know if they had a name and they never had names for all i know and so, yeah, we'd bet on who would win. <laughs> <laughs> did you bet like money or did you bet like chores or? No, like, we just would like, just, or... you know, we never like bet an actual thing. Just the somebody would could say, I won, you know. I just want to see one of you loan sharking one of the other kids. 
and like breaking their kneecaps for wacky race. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's just a fucking animated race that clearly is predetermined. <laughs> just because it's animated, I don't know. Yeah, because it's animated. <laughs> because it's animated, that is why it's predetermined. <laughs> Uh, also, uh, Britt Baker saying, why are you being such an asshole? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like it when I, uh, uh, when I pop for like, like that kind of cheap heat, just like, uh, saying a swear word, but sometimes it's just delivered so well, it's time just right. And it just hits me in my funny spot. So calling Tony Schiavone an asshole, honestly, anytime is a good time for me. Well, I think like uh, if you if you get in something about like him being a, a barista or something like that, it helps a lot more. But uh, it's always fun. I don't like that. What I middle it? Really? Because I just don't like. Oh right, you got a a weird thing against Brit. No, it's fine. Well, maybe, but I definitely. <laughs> Uh, her shtick just sometimes is, I don't know. I didn't really care for it. I, I like it. I get it. you. I, uh, and I was thinking about something because, and like, and I, I, I liked it in and of itself because I think I, I generally do like, like her deal. But something that I was thinking about was like that, like in, in tonight's show, they definitely seem to have made a concerted effort to reduce the number of people that were around the ring because they definitely didn't have the like section packed with people like we saw for at least a few weeks with a uh, 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 fighter fest and fight for the fall. And and it, it yeah. seemed like they even like reduced the number of wrestlers that were around because I was like, I swear to God, I think that even that little ring of people is less than normal. And, and I, yeah, like one side was completely empty. And so it made me think that like part of what this segment was about was getting Brit in there, but also not having to have her and her setup out by the ring. And I was like, I like that. If that's, if that's anything to do with it, that's intelligent. And so like that, I just was like, I think they were doing some smart logistics all around and that felt like part of it. So that makes me want to like enhance the thumb up. Yeah. Well, 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 now we've got Cajun Taz coming out in the ring. Mm -hmm. Taz has a long ass story of, why he threw the towel, which is like, duh, we know why, you know. <laughs> so you don't have to keep hammering on it. Look, but... when when uh, uh, Paul Heyman comes out, it's never about why he's out there. It's about how he's out there. I it's about Heyman. how he says it. I know. I miss how Heyman says shit, though. <laughs> Damn it. I wish he was uh, doing this, this bit. Anyway, so... Uh, some okay, so Darby comes out. Yeah, he's got a skateboard, <laughs> and then Ricky Stars comes out. Yeah, and starts beating Darby with his own skateboard. That's that's hurtful. And then Moxley comes out <laughs> with a barbed wire baseball bat. Yeah, they all run away. Yeah, I the baseball bat clearly had never been used. <laughs> like 
That's the, it was the most pristine barbed wire around <laughs> that. I mean, hopefully you're not using a barbed wire wrapped baseball bat very often. Hopefully not yeah. at all, I would venture to say. I agree. When you say, but, like, you, you, you mean like the, the barbed wire was the. just made it that morning. The barbed wire was the part <laughs> that, like, felt pristine, or, or you think the bat, the bat itself also, like, both elements were both. It was the positioning of the barbed wire, uh, like, the way it was curled around, like, it hadn't been, like, bent out of shape or anything. Like, he right. just made it. You, you, you just wanted some, like, blood and hunks of, uh, hair and flesh on the barbed wire is what you're saying. No, I'm saying like it you know, look, I used to do wire sculpture, mm-hmm. not important. Okay. Okay. But the way <laughs> the There will wire- be follow up questions. <laughs> Just be aware. We'll all be bragging about <laughs> our own hobbies here. <laughs> but the way that the wire is wrapped around the bat, it had obviously never met any other obstacle. Mm. So it had never been bent. So it literally was still very circular as barbed wire would be off a roll, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So it's, I'm just saying it wasn't bent ever. What I'm hearing is that you want to watch some death matches no. involving, <laughs> involving uh, barbed wire replacing the ring ropes because <laughs> there are plenty of, there's plenty of footage of those matches and I'm happy to show them to you. If that's what your bloodlust craves. No, if I can't handle thumbtacks, I'm not going to handle that. Speaking of <laughs> JR's like tacky comment, I'll tell you what would really what's really tacky is if you get caught with bogus degraded barbed wire on your barbed wire bat and they're like, you know, that's that's even worse than if the barbed wire was shiny and and like new is if you try to convince everybody that it it had met an obstacle before and they're like well, like that's obviously not that's that's even worse we demand integrity in our barbed wire productions thank you, you know very like much. like if you like if you suspect that you you go to a, a store and you 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 believe that the tip jar has been prepped and you're like you're you're trying to manipulate me and I don't appreciate it I was going to tip you anyway. Tip jar has been prepped. You know, like minute, when, is it, are you saying that like the tip jar has barbed well, wire when around they it? Start off the tip jar with uh, with some bills to like indicate like people have tipped Ooh, before. All right, all right, okay, okay. As someone who has spent years in the Green Apron trenches, I can say unequivocally that if you don't leave money in there, people will put gum. They will put wrappers. They will put their trash into that tip jar. So you have to do that. Otherwise, people are going to be people, and people are terrible. And you think that somebody? You think somebody is going to litter the the the, the barbed wire? Maybe. Uh, based on my knowledge of human <laughs> interactions and nature, yes. Mm. Anyway, anyway, I'm giving this a thumbs up. Oh, yeah, thumbs up. A tense um, thumbs up. I, <laughs> I mean, you, yeah, you, you started talking about uh, tip jars, and <laughs> oh boy, I got some flashbacks uh, from like this is your nom. look. Uh, look, I don't think it's controversial at all to say that literally no service employee deserves tips. 
Every time a blender turns on, he like goes into catatonic state. <laughs> all the memories. Uh, also, uh, this is the point where uh, we get the promo for the women's tag tournament. Yes. Which, hmm, okay. Okay. Uh, then we got Jericho. Oh, I haven't, ta- I haven't thumbed, though. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I know that I said I wanted it to be all like lovey-dovey between Taz and, and Cage and how amusing that would be, but I guess I still wish that there had been more of a moment of cage like being upset instead we're told well we were upset at each other like over the weekend and we now it's fine and i'm like ah geez i wish i would have been there when you were arguing <laughs> that that could have been compelling uh that's what be- uh, uh bte is for uh yeah yeah i'll have to find time for that um i guess i'll i guess i'll middle it because like the the uh, like there was something there was some interest in the the darby allen and ricky stark stuff but i think that i was like oh i was looking for at least something from the 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 cage taz and i that i didn't get this was my first uh uh seeing ricky uh starks do you know anything about him well he had uh yeah he had definitely been in uh a, a match or something right. that i had seen in the past yeah i think i think it wasn't he on he, dynamite he fight cody or something like this yeah i think he no. fought cody already for the tnt title really well, okay well apparently he did not leave much of an impression on me uh yeah he clearly didn't um yeah he was yeah Oh, Starks. I'm saying his name wrong. It has a K in it. Starks. 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 What were you saying? Starks? I was saying stars. Stars. <laughs> oh, right, right. Like you're wa- wanting to uh, watch uh, episodes of uh, a Power, and so you just, you've got stars on the mind. The Ricky Stars was like a glam rocker from the 70s that opened for Bowie. Oh, nice. But yeah. remember, he... Um, he fought cody he had like these red shorts on he had a red jacket not ringing any bells they had a whole promo bit about him and his life sorry my man you did not register speaking of uh where is the scariest woman wrestler i've ever seen where'd she go Uh, abaddon abaddon Abaddon. Abaddon. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. Surely Abaddon will be in that tournament. Oh. I mean, who's going to tag with her? Fucking who cares? Uh, a, a, bar, <laughs> a barbed wire bat. Yeah, just get her out there. Uh, yeah, the inner circle promo. Uh, that was fun. Yes, that was fun. Uh, basically, Jericho's like, you embarrass me, I'm going to embarrass you, which I can't wait to see what the fuck that means. <laughs> you know? Um, I mean, I, I thumbs up it. Yeah, same. It's uh, it's kind of like the Moxley interviews. Uh, they don't generally ever say anything new, but they do it in a way that, like, and, and you don't, like, walk away with any new information. But in the moment, you're like, yeah. Yeah, that you go get him, man. I mean, yeah, okay. I, I mean, we we got the new information that he has been wearing that jacket since last week. Yeah, 
and that yeah, is and th- that is more disturbing than all of that. Frankly, I put that above the the thumbtacks in terms of disturbing, unpleasant like things that were presented to us in this show. Like because like look, if I spent seven thousand uh-huh. dollars on a jacket exactly. and it got covered in orange juice. God damn right, I'm going to keep wearing that jacket. I'm going to wear that jacket until fucking it's covered in ants and like like a, a, a bear has come looking for like the sticky sweetness of it. And that bear, he's going to have to fight me <sighs> and he is going to have to claw my face off before I will let him have that jacket because $7,000 is a lot to spend on a goddamn jacket. I mean, you can't and I'm going to make it worth my while. It's like it. A- Back in the day when I used to buy expensive jeans, which is like seems like a whole other lifetime ago, uh, I would use uh, this tactic to explain it away for myself. So I'm like, well, if it costs this much and I wear them every day, because who doesn't wear jeans every day? That mm-hmm. means it only costs this much a day. Amortizing. So yeah. If I fucking bought a $7,000 jacket, that's probably exactly... <laughs> the type of thought process I would be using, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, I mean, you, you I, I don't blame you. Got to take it to a, a a dry cleaner and see if they can do something for you. Like you're, it's you're doing it the jacket no good by just wearing. You think he it. hasn't done that. You think he hasn't taken it to his own personal dry cleaner? They must have told him, like, sorry, man, that's a lost cause. I don't know what to tell you. Just gonna have to get a new one. And you know, well, maybe they did dry clean it, and that's as good as it could get. It's still, still covered, and yeah, that could be. I don't know. I think he. I, I would like to have heard it, him say so. Did we thumb this? It's did implied. This? I get. Uh, I gave it a thumbs up. I think you gave it a thumbs up, Calder. Uh, I'll, I'll give it a thumbs up. Thumb. Yeah. Okay. Look, I don't uh, like I, I I in 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 this day and age, I'm not just throwing my thumb out into into whatever is out there all the really? time. Like if I like even though nothing matters in the world to dumpster fire, I throw thumbs look, wherever I don't, look you, there you know, you only get two thumbs in this in this life. Uh, like <laughs> like I don't like there's not gonna be some kind of a a a a a, a a prosthetic thumb that you're going to be able to put on because that's going to be deemed uh, uh, an elective procedure. And you know, you're not going to get in there for that. You only have two thumbs, but this show has three. This show has three. I'm I'm trying to work that into a t-shirt concept and it's, (laughs) it's not really work. Give me some time. I'm going to think about it. And I agree. We have. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I guess we only use it. We we each have twice the thumbs we need for the purposes of the show. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little peek behind the curtain into my uh, weird fucked up brain. At one point, I was going to make our um, our scoring system each of us having two thumbs and then doing like like oh my god two thumbs up or like one up and one in the middle or like two in the middle or like. Uh, one in the middle and one down, or like two that down. Would make it so that's psych- that's psychotic. <laughs> I, t- I tried to figure out the math on. I'm like, what am I doing? What you- <laughs> you know, up or down or in the middle? We're done. I wouldn't even be able to know what to do with those thumbs. You know what I mean? It, I'd be like, is, God, I don't know. Is one middle and one up, or is one? I don't know. This is just like there when. Was also, 
there, there was also one where I had like a uh, a sort of a, um, a circle, you know, like you got the thumb up and that's like, I don't know, like 10 points or whatever. And then you could sort of like grade it down yeah, it, all the way down to zero. So like between zero and 10. And then I was like, I was, I'm just saying that there were decisions that were made and there were some very bad ideas that were discarded. So know that this is, this is the best it could possibly your, your be. Your idea is like, do you remember like when you would have first seen the, the early images of the Nintendo 64 and especially like the controller uh and yeah and, with the little thumbs yeah, like yeah like where where they're like 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 oh my god what are they gonna do with uh, a directional pad and a, a thumbstick <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and like like the only concrete idea i remember was like uh like what if they do like smash tv like smash tv had two joysticks at the arcade oh yeah uh um. <laughs> But like overall, like I don't, I, I I don't know that there was ever a was there ever a really good reason to have the both, like to have that, biz, like that, oh, yeah. that bizarre controller. They're indispensable now. Yeah, in different games, uh, you almost were required to use both at the same time. Mm. Uh, moving right along, Young Bucks, <laughs> Butcher and Blade. In what looks like an industrial kitchen of sorts, uh, fighting in the kitchen, uh, and the cement floor—you—if you watch them in that first part of the segment, like they are very careful with each other because they catch each other so that they don't hit the fucking cement. Yeah, yeah, interesting, smart. Uh, then they go uh, outside in the parking. Sorry, go ahead. Spoiler: When they walked in on them cutting meat. I was already done. I was out, <laughs> and, what is your problem? and and I, I wasn't coming back in. You know what that? Well, what like, they needed it was somebody getting shaved because isn't the blade? It sounds to me like a barber. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, the the thing the, the thing that this was like to me was like you know how 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 all the time like in a movie or or a TV show when somebody is like we're told a painter. Like you, you only ever see them putting the literal final three strokes on a 100% completed painting. And so you're like, oh, like that person obviously isn't able to draw a circle even. Uh, But, but, and so like, so like that's to convince somebody that, that that person is a painter, but to, but to convince us that, that, that the butcher is a butcher, they're like, okay, we'll do kind of the same thing. Uh, but we can't have him like butcher a cow. So we'll be like, Oh, okay. He's trimming the final fraction of an ounce off of a, a single steak. Like, like there, cause he's an artist. There were like half a dozen steaks on that table. And it was like, I don't. I. I still don't know what that. What that was. That's like. I don't. I don't know. You know what? That's what that was telling us. How low the stakes were in this match. Damn, that is not. That is so not better low. than tacky. That's so not better. <laughs> that is not better than tacky. You know what? You know what? I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that. That's fair. That's fair. I actually even thought of that. It wasn't even in the moment. I thought of it hours ago. And <laughs> wow, no. I. I'm not. I'm not ashamed of it, but also I'm not gonna See, pretend to be proud of it. Better. 
Not better. Rough. Okay, we're it's working rough. with a bunch of uncles here. Not great. Here. Not great. <laughs> all right. So, um, let's see. Then they go outside. There's all kinds of shit happening. And at one point, one of the butcher blade dudes asks him to stop, and he gets kicked and falls on an escalator and goes up. Then we got a commercial break, right? I thought that was the end of the match. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. No, it's an escalator <laughs> match. You get your opponent on an escalator and you win. Because well, we kept saying, no, no, don't. No, don't, no, don't. So I thought they were just like going to be like, okay, we're done. <laughs> but no, we come back from the commercial and we're back in the ring. Aye. So it's like, it was like four matches in one. Just kept going. Yeah, it did. One of the things that's really good. Cool. I'm going to middle it because, like, I know since it was like a no holds barred match, they had to make it real creative. And, yeah. um, you know, it's not as exciting as other ones that they've done. But so it's not the best, but it's not the worst. So it's I, I did appreciate the final spot. Uh, I thought uh, coming off the top like that uh, simultaneously uh, looks great. It was a fine finish to the end of the match. Just every, literally everything before that, I could not care less. There was no point at which they uh, brought me in, engaged me. I was just like, just when is this thing to be? I literally wrote, this is dumb in the notes. So, <laughs> like, that's not a thing I do very often. And, but could ugh, you have written that about your notes? Like, is it possible <laughs> that that you were being self-critical and, and not critical of the match? <laughs> Um, let me check my uh, notes on my notes. And no, notes definitely about the match. Well, I do take notes, notes about my notes just I, in case. I hate this sort of thing comes up. You know, my notes on your notes say, <laughs> "Me think he protesteth too much." <laughs> Wait a minute. Are your notes on my notes written in Elizabethan English? That's the only way I write notes on your notes. <laughs> Fair. Fair. That's how I distinguish them from other notes. I <laughs> I only I only give uh, verbal notes on the notes on the notes, so I have to wait for the transcription to come in before I can say what I said about uh, well, Teresa's. As soon as uh, Janet yeah. gets those back to you. <laughs> Janet in the transcription pool. Yeah, that's yes. right. She's great. She's <laughs> got fast fingers, man. Oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. She should be a court reporter. <laughs> that's the major leagues. <laughs> like stenography is the big time. Fast fingers, man. That's like I know you made it. Like if I can say anything from having done jury duty, it's that the big money is always at the courthouse. Uh, it for sure, people get rich from working there. That's that's not a that's not oh. a lie. Civil service is always filled with big bucks. And its own reward. <laughs> uh, I, for okay. the record, I thumbs down this one. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, 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 like, when I was watching it, I was thinking that I somewhat more than normal appreciated the the kinds of antics the young bucks do for whatever reason, it was my impression that there was somewhat better motivation to a lot of, of their simultaneous moves that frequently seem like they're happening to happen uh, in a very orchestrated theatrical fashion. That isn't that where you're like, you're not even meeting me halfway to, 
suggesting that there's some good reason why these moves would work or be able to happen. Uh, and, 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 and it felt better in, uh, this time. Plus, I was thinking to myself, you know, like something I like about this match is that it couldn't be intruded upon by the Butcher and the Blade because the Butcher and the Blade are already in it. So that's that's a big plus <laughs> already. Fair. Uh, Nobody's driving in a car this yeah. week. <laughs> like uh, like uh, we we saw the the trailer for an 18 wheeler, but uh, but it was not hitched up. So. Like I'm surprised that didn't uh, figure uh, into your into your score, Chan. Uh, I f- there where was a point where they were uh, throwing each other against a uh, a tractor trailer, like they opened the door up and you know lawn darted him into it. So like as far as I'm concerned, that's use of a vehicle and uh, automatic thumbs down. Mm. Ah. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I. I feel my heart. My heart wants the thumb up. I I guess I'm gonna go up. There we go. Uh, There's one of our one of our uh, uh, very few spectrum matches where we get a an up, a middle, and a down. Uh, uh, See no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. So everyone knows we're diverse peoples. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's right. So next we got Jake the Snake. And asshat guy. What's his name again? Uh, Lance Archer. Uh, Lance Archer. Murder Lance Hawk. Archer. Murder Hawk. Murder Hawk. Arguably, my people and the interviewer. <laughs> I'm just like, whatever. Get out of here. Uh, I do not like Alex Marvez. Uh, I don't know what it is about him, but I just he just rubs me the wrong way. Uh, this is this might be my favorite uh segment of the night. Because Archer just walks into the the locker room and murders these people. <laughs> he just flings them, and it looks terrifying. It looks like they're genuinely being hurt. It looks like a, a like a um, like a comic book. He's throwing the dude through the ceiling, and I marked hard for that. <laughs> um, I, I I I was. I was so happy about this. And then there's just Jake in the background, just kind of like uh, narrating the whole thing. And it was short. So like it, it, it didn't uh, drag on for too long. And oh my goodness. Like at the end of it, I'm like, he is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. That is. Ex- and that that's the job. Like th- it puts him over as a scary dude and it worked on every level for me. And I'd, Oh, so I'm taking both of my thumbs and I'm cranking them up. <laughs> it doesn't. It was pretty good. I mean, it was like, good. like, what do you thumb it? Oh, I got a, I got to thumb it up. Well, uh, there, like there were any number of elements to it that, that deserve that. Uh, like, uh, like when, when, when guys get jammed up through the ceiling panels or, or like the, the thing that that's always really fun like weirdly fun is like like in this case where like you know what when, when for whatever reason like he's wrecking everybody like and the like and like a pretty small guy like rushes out to meet him like i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna turn the tide here 
like like it's always it's always goofy when like the, like several very beefy security guys get wrecked by somebody and then the next person that shows up is like a producer like holding a clipboard <laughs> uh it, it, it it's a pretty delightful segment uh and it was I don't know. Like it, it, it felt like there was some variety. Like you know, again, like to to this that that you know, it was not happening at the at the traditional uh, freeway overpass lot, uh, mm-hmm. and just because it was like um, this Marvez interview, and it, like I don't know, like there were some little differences to it. It was it was fun. Well, I just for I just don't like oh. this Uh-oh. character. Mm-hmm. I don't like that he does this every time for zero reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like beating up people that aren't that don't deserve it, and <laughs> I oh they deserve understand. It. All, I understand. all of them were pedophiles. Wow. Did you not know wow. that? That's that was the pedophile locker room. I understand that he has to do these things. This is his character, whatever. <laughs> I don't like his character, so I won't down it. I'll give it a middle. Oh no, down it. Down it. I wanna I wanna see you stand by your convictions. <laughs> I just don't but I mean me not liking his character doesn't mean he did a bad job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I will I will say that um this is basically what uh Braun Strowman used to do and I hated it. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think. know the difference. I, uh, uh, because Braun Strowman truly is a teddy bear. And now that he went to a nice guy, like it makes more sense when you look at yeah, his face. It, like when, 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 okay, when Braun Strowman. This guy just looks like a weasel shitty asshole. So <laughs> his character matches his face. Sorry, Okay. <laughs> Uh, it's eleven, eleven. Make a wish. All right. So, Diamante versus Ivelisse. It was a good match. I am a <laughs> fan. I was a fan of Ivelisse uh, from back in uh, Lucha Underground, um, and uh, this was a really good match. That was uh, it was it, it felt like a really different style. Um, like it, it felt like they were, uh, a little grittier, a little more, uh, um, oh gosh, I don't, I don't know. Puerto Rican strong style. Is that a thing? Uh, it felt by like the there rocks was, there. there's more, just <laughs> a lot more like just like punching and just like heavy striking. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I liked it a lot. It was. it was a great match. I wasn't sure. I thought Ivelisse was going to win, and then Diamante had that incredible last-minute move. Yeah, the surprise the way, roll, like up. the mm-hmm. like uh, the uh, the way that the she the, the way she was gesturing after after the match. Uh, like I don't know. I I I liked them both. I liked I liked like her an awful lot. I felt I. It, it certainly seems like they both gave themselves reasons to come back. Uh, I'm curious because uh, it sounds like they both uh, wrestle like for the same territory and came in together. Um, and they also intimated that like, oh, hey, they might be tag team partners soon. Uh, I don't know if that is the case. I'd be fine with it if it were. 
I think they're both uh, real good workers, and I hope to see them uh, a lot more. Um, there yeah. was a there was a weird little uh, well, not weird, but just like a, a picture in picture um, promo from Big Swole, who was at home in the middle of this, which is kind of cute uh, because um, she's like actions have consequences, and it's Swole's world, like Swole something something, and. I was already gone by that point because I was like, Swole's World, party time, <laughs> excellent. Uh, uh, I, I, uh, just having my own well, little fun. I, I, I guess what I, what it makes me think of is uh, the uh, the Howie Mandel cartoon. Like, what if there was a Swole's World? Bobby's World. Yeah, I'd be into that. Oh, you guys, we old. Oh, man. Look at our references. <laughs> my God, we started with wacky races and we're all the way to Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, America's Got Talent judge uh, Howie Mandel used to be, well, used to have his own cartoon. He was the voice of a cartoon. Uh, and it was the cutest fucking cartoon. In my defense... I never watched it when it was on. Uh, I watched it for my other podcast, Knowing South the Podcast. And uh, yeah, it was not great. It was cute is the thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Did you ever watch his stand-up uh, back in the 80s? No. I was a fan of it as a kid. I have not seen it uh as an adult, so I don't what, know what, what, it what, what he did apart from the the uh, the the chicken like glove thing. I don't remember. I don't know any of us. I don't know him from anything other than Bobby's world. <laughs> yeah, he did after that. His gimmick <laughs> in the eighties, like he he did stand up, and I would kind of say that he is in the um, uh, Robin Williams school of just like real high energy. Um, he did a thing where he would take a surgical glove, take a surgical glove, put it over his, uh, the top of his head and blow it up with his nose. So that it expanded like a balloon. Uh, then after that, he went on to, uh, stayed elsewhere and didn't like some drama. And so like, he's a, yeah, he's, he's got a lot of, he's got a lot of, well, now that we've, now that we've gone full on with how (laughs) I thumbs up this match. (laughs) Yeah. Same. In fact, I'm actually kind of surprised that the we haven't seen these women before. Um, I mean, it's not in the last several months. Have they? Have they been? I on don't the know roster? that they have. Was I not um, aware? Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. Um, I don't think so. I'm not. I, I don't recall seeing them appear in uh, AEW Dark uh, results or anything. Because they could totally take on Sheeta. Well, uh, Diamante, of course, is going yeah. to get Sheeta next week. Now, yeah, right next week, right. Uh, I'm I'm all for them, uh, like uh, stacking out their uh, female it's, roster. It, yeah, it certainly seems like. Um, well, I I, I I wonder, like, like what 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 the count would be right now because um, the that tournament was going to be what was that going to be like sixteen women altogether. I forget what the number. Um, yeah, eight teams, so sixteen women. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and so I guess like uh, at, like when they are actually starting the tournament, I don't know how many women they're they're gonna have that we've seen to this point. Um, like coming back, uh, or or like how many they're going to need to like bring in for it, or 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 what, but. 
uh yeah like it's 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 exciting to to see them like actually do what you should do uh, and and like bring in some women that might like really uh, catch on as opposed to just saying well we're short on women so we'll just go all dude for a while <laughs> yeah yeah uh, here we got Adam Page and Alan Angel. Alan Angel is a dark order dude. And, uh, Adam Page is doing really well. And then the dark order comes out just to sort of intimidate him. Angel has some cool moves. Yeah. It's weird that they're calling him Alan five angels. Um, like, uh, cause when they introduced 10, like that was just his name. It was 10. I was like, oh, okay, that's cute. We're just going to give him names or just give him numbers. Um, and I don't know if the plan is to, uh, you know, like have him break off soon. And so they want to get his name in or they're just sort of mixing it up. But like, I kind of want him to just it's be the number. Thing. You know, it would be a tough thing though, for a wrestler that's built up a name for themselves to suddenly lose it. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, that happens with every wrestler who gets fired from WWE. Well, uh, the, yeah, but like, you know, here he is not in WWE. Yeah. Uh, it's not like, fired. If you got a gimmick, do the gimmick or don't do the gimmick and just give it up. Um, but uh, I did. I do like uh, I do like him a lot. Uh, he reminds me a lot of El Generico, um, uh, a.k.a. Sami Zayn. Back in the day when he wore a mask, um, he uh, uh, is a pretty decent high flyer. Um, and like, I'm not a huge Page fan, but I feel like uh, Five really like worked hard to like make this match a thing, and I appreciate that. Uh, I do like uh, the the little th- thing on th- oh, God. What do you call those? The Chirons when um, Page is walking out. Little thing said. Uh, Gonna see how this white wrist tape works out. That made me laugh a lot. What the fuck was that? Uh, you know, like where they list like the weight and the uh, the win loss record. Uh-huh. Uh, you have to watch uh, Hangman Pages because there's always some w- funny little gag in there every time, every week. How funny! Okay. Uh, well, Brody Lee comes out after the match. Page wins and gives him the offer of friendship and camaraderie. Page says no. And the Dark Order descends upon him. I mean, getting his ass totally handed to him by everybody. And FTR comes out and helps break it up. And then Omega comes out, but he comes out like after everything's done. And I'm like, why was Omega late? And will this break them up? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, yeah, this, uh, this, this duo between whom there has been so much history and so much common ground, what, what could ever, what could ever break them apart? Uh, well, they've worked so hard to turn them into a team. It's so weird that then they'd break them up, but I guess, you know, they are different. They are solo I I I would like it if like when like if whenever someone comes out late for the save that they have like uh stuff on them that kind of indicates what they were in the middle of. Uh Yeah, like like <laughs> yeah. if it comes someone runs in with like a towel on and a shower cap. <laughs> Like, 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 if he, like, if it would, like, like, if it's somebody that's got like half the shaving cream on their face, something like that. 
Or like they've got flour on their face and a chef's hat. Or, or, or he's like halfway out of like a fencing outfit. <laughs> now that's even harder. I stay stay in the fencing uh, outfit. This is the time when I give out a shout out to Jim Ross, the announcer, who says, Hey everybody, hope you're all doing well. Hope you're staying safe. Hope you wear a mask. Take care of your family. We'll entertain you on Wednesdays. Something like that. Good man. Yeah, uh, I gave I gave all this a thumbs up. I I'm gonna middle it. Mm. Like uh, there's a, a plenty of good stuff here. I just uh, this is and this I guess is just the thing that sort of drifts for me. I used to be down on Cody, and now it's uh, Omega and Page, and I'm just like I couldn't care less. I don't. I'm not interested at all what any of these machinations none of them interest me so yeah but they you know like they worked hard so i don't want to be a jerk about this mom worked (laughs) hard on that dinner uh i yeah i don't know i guess i'll middle it too because it was it it was not anything bad at all um but also i think i would have liked uh to advance colt cabana a little more instead of being like like you, you got Colt. Do something with with Colt instead. Like you're like, oh, I, uh, I know I, I wanted Colt so bad. I know I said that, and but now I mean, I just really feel like uh, Hangman Page is what I really, really want. Uh, but do, well, do you promise you're gonna play with Hangman Page? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I'll play with him. <laughs> you didn't play with Colt. Well, play. This this feels like something you should maybe bring up to your therapist just feels a little close to home. Uh, like maybe you're a little more investment in it than necessarily you, you should just, just throwing it out there. Uh, uh, well, moving right along, we've got Jurassic express versus the inner circle. Mostly it's just, you know, it's just Jericho and Goldman. Goldman. <laughs> Goldman. Uh, I'm always confused. Is it Goldberg, Goldman? Wait, Jake Hager? Who are you talking about? Oh my about? God. I don't know why every fucking time I see Jake Hager. Oh my God. Oh, you're thinking name? of Jake. You're thinking of our friend Jake Goldman. Oh my God. I was yeah. like, I have no idea who she. I literally. Was, was she talking about someone that Jericho was talking to backstage or. No. Was she talking about Sammy Guevara? Is that what's it? No. And it was Jake Hager. Jake wow. Hager, but in wow. my brain, it immediately goes Goldman. And so that's what I write down. Uh, shout out to Jake Goldman. I, I guarantee he's not uh, listening. Frankly, but, uh, an, insult- uh, an insulting you, shout man. out, but a shout out nonetheless. <laughs> Here's the thing. Teresa is thinking about him a lot, often, <laughs> or at least every Wednesday. So that that can't be a bad thing. Uh, Jungle Boy, Marco Stent, they are so much fucking fun to watch. So is Luchasaurus, which, by the way, for a second, I couldn't remember his name, and I wrote down Russell Soros. <laughs> Lucha Ru- Goldman. Russell no, Soros is pretty good. Russell Soros is pretty much the same, right? He's just doing the translation for us all. Um, yeah, it was pretty great. Jericho at one point gets the bat and starts a fight with the ref because she's like, no. No, Aubrey ain't having that. Jungle Boy flips them both, both uh, Jericho and Hager. Mm-hmm. Russell Soros was really bloody. <laughs> I don't know why. 
I must have missed something. He almost won. Jericho kicked out. And then uh, someone hit Luchasaurus with a bat in the head. And then Jericho pinned him. The fuck? Yeah. That is uh, a bummer. Yeah. Apparently that's telling everyone that there's a new person in the thing. But it wasn't. It was uh, Sammy Guevara. Dun, dun, dun. And you know what? The minute... He started taking his mask off, and I realized, oh, no, it's going to be Sammy Guevara. I I turned into a little <laughs> ball of rage. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I do not like him. I don't like him. I don't like his fucking face. Yeah. I don't like his fucking attitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact that reality backs all of that up 100%, <laughs> I'm just like, I don't ever want to see his fucking face again. Yeah. You should put the mask back on and just be somebody else because I can't with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll it give almost that. makes me thumbs down the whole thing, but I can't because Jurassic Express is amazing. Yes. Uh, yeah. And, and, and then after that, Orange Cassidy comes out. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's fire. It's all fire. I, yeah, I, I love everybody here. I do love the inner circle. I do love Jurassic Express. Uh, I'm, I'm going to middle it because, uh, yeah, again, I just wasn't, I wasn't invested in anything really. And, uh, I I lost focus. Just drifted. My mind drifted. Yeah. Maybe it was all the Alfredo earlier. I don't know. I can just say that, uh, you know, uh, do better. What do, do, better you, what do your food notes say about that? Uh, very rich. Very rich. Uh, went with the coconut milk, so it was kind of a little bit sweet. It was an interesting uh, change up. Let's give it a try. Shells. Went with shells tonight. Always a good choice. Uh. Where do you where you uh, boy, I don't know. Um it really does uh still cast a pall to see Sammy Guevara so that can't that doesn't uh, do it any favors right now. Um th- like I don't I don't think it was a bad match. Uh like it was it was probably a pretty good match. Uh but it, it was another one of those things where I was like, oh he she showed up in uh a, a jacket drenched in in orange juice but he they're fighting the the uh the uh, the jurassic express and instead it was like you know i I get get why you do those like uh those sorts of matches uh but and 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 all in additional additionally like was was this where they they showed uh matt hardy like watching looking on as well I think yeah. So. Well, then I was like, he, well, uh, he, I hope he's going to do something. And, and, and you know what? He did not do anything. Uh, I guess I'll middle it. He's awesome. I mean, the thing is, is that I hate Sammy Guevara. <laughs> Good. But I'm going to thumbs up the match because I really liked the match. Okay. What? Oh, so you're thumb upping the whole thing? Yeah, I know. Oh, I wish I could remove Sammy from the whole situation because it's not fair to the match. I feel the same way about Pacific mm-hmm. Rim. Just <laughs> make the movie without Charlie Hunnam and hey, we're well, golden. Or about Pacific you know? Blue. Yeah, 
Uh, I don't recall that. <laughs> no, was, I think it was one of those. Uh, it was one of those really generic like USA Network shows or something. I think. Uh, uh, nice. The only thing that like the one thing that I was that pleased me about uh, like Sammy Guevara's return was that it gave me the chance to say it was really Sammy Pentico uh because like he like he was posing as serpentico but it was sammy where do you where did you go just now did you disappear in a Who? hole he talked about sammy pentico and was swallowed up by the that's right of hell what <laughs> yeah well yeah if it didn't claim it you for for your your steak remark i mean i've worked out a deal with them uh i am spreading more misery on the earth than i am uh spreading goodwill so they're like you can stay you're you've been dodging those banshee chariots <laughs> you ever watch that movie the darby o'gill and the little people that's it yeah i know uh, what you're talking about like when i w- right, yeah because we're old scared the fuck out that of old kid. yeah oh yeah uh you guys, this was an eighty-three percent must-watch. Uh, it really was a solid episode. There was a lot of great stuff in here, so yeah, it moved around along pretty quickly. Not mad at that. Unlike mm. this show. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If you want to make this show shorter, you have that power. I don't care. Just when we start uh, going off on weird ass tangents for ten minutes, to say mm. like, "No, stop it." I we'll do sometimes try. <laughs> Every once in a while, but I don't really care today. I'm part of the problem today. <laughs> Big part of the problem. You guys it don't is. have a problem. That is. is my wrestling name. The, pro- the problem. The problem, problem is, if not already, someone's name. Everybody's wrestling the problem it's tonight. A great, <laughs> it's a great wrestling name if nobody's used it so far. Good night, everybody. Go, go find us on Twitter, AE Double Back, and like chat with us. Uh, I'm sure you yeah. can find us in the ask world. Ask us questions, and we'll ask do us these questions. Things. Give us answers. Even yeah. we'll take it all. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.